This is the infamous Ryan Frost, and this podcast is as big, as strong, as tough, and as mean as any other podcast, but it's also smarter. You are listening to Nerds of Wrestling. going on nerds of wrestling and welcome to today's episode of what's up wrestler a podcast by nerds of wrestling i am your host justin del rio and my guest at this very time is the infamous ryan frost ryan what is going on how are you what was uh what was that song that was for the intro i i don't know man uh my my buddy made it for me and it, it kind of hooked to the uh, nerds of wrestling theme so i just kept it <laughs> Oh, that's 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 cool, man. Remind me of the sneaker pimps. Maybe I'm dating myself here, but you know what? I I can look it up afterwards uh, if you want, and I'll definitely let you know what it was. No big deal. How you doing, man? Doing doing pretty good, dude. It's Friday. Uh, work has been very hectic this week, but I'm ready for the weekend, bro. And I actually have a wrestling show I'm going to this weekend. Uh, Bliss Creek. I, I don't know if you're gonna be there, but that is where I will be on Sunday. Well, who's uh, who's working that? Who have you seen on the card? Oh Lord, uh, I know Kennedy Copeland will be there. Uh, Skyler, uh, uh, Jeremy will be there. Uh, Van Dango, well, um, Dirty Dango, uh, for um, FKA Tyler Breeze will be there. A uh, bunch of people. Uh, is that? It's actually looking like a stacked card this weekend. Nice, that's awesome. I know, I know, Sammy Diaz works over there. Yeah, know, uh, uh, Sammy will be there too. My understanding is that there may be uh, an Ichiban sighting at some point, but that's let's not let's not ruin surprises for anybody. I just uh, thinking aloud here. <laughs> no, no worries, bro. Uh, Ryan, it's so so good to have you on the podcast today, man. I'm glad we're able to work this out. Uh, you know, for for the nerds who really don't know who Ryan Frost is, uh, tell the nerds who is Ryan Frost. Well, so. Um, I've probably interacted with a lot of these folks at one point or another in, in our mutual journeys as wrestling fans. Um, about five or six years ago, I, I started, you know, training kind of informally at, at um, PWA in New Haven. It wasn't really informal. I, I just, I didn't have time to do like, I was working nights, so I was doing like one-on-one trainings in the afternoon, and it really wet the whistle. And then took a little while before I could go back seriously. And I, I trained at PWA Cheshire until they closed. And then I've I've been at Test of Strength uh, for about four years now. Um, so you've you may have seen me in the audience at any number of events, any number of times. But uh, if you've been to a Test of Strength show, if you have uh, been to Tough and Talented Wrestling, if you've been to um, UFO, Bell Time Club, uh, New World Wrestling Extreme, um, I'm trying to think of, you know, we were at Battlefront for a long time. I, I've done a lot at Battlefront. Um, there's a lot of promotions that I've like, 
you know, I've started to dip my toes into because we're just getting started here. Hey, that's what it's all about, man. I remember you mentioning uh, PWA. What was um, PWA like? Uh, I know they no longer run. If I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Well, so the um, the gentleman who opened it, uh, who wrestled under the name Joseph von Schmidt, um, super cool guy. Uh, he he was running it. It was down in in New Haven. Basically, I saw Ron Zombie. Because I've been friendly with Ron for like 20 years, you know, just friendly, just like knowing him in passing as like a musician because we were playing. I was singing and he was playing guitar in, in different bands in Connecticut. And um, he posted something about a Stevie Richards seminar. And I said, holy shit, can I go to that? Like, can I take part in that? Because I've never wrestled, but like I, I want to learn. And, and he was like, oh, let me just email Stevie. I'm like, oh, my God, you could just email Stevie Richards. <laughs> At the time, you know, right. and uh, and now, you know, I, I went, you know, Stevie, of course. Now I know that a, a pro wrestler will take anyone's 20 to 40 to 50 dollars for a seminar. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. <laughs> now I know that. But back then it was like, holy shit, I get to be in on this thing. And uh, and it was really cool. I actually did learn a lot. And I, I, there's stuff that Stevie said that day that to this day I still use. But um, that's how I got introduced to it. Um, and like I said, I, was, I wasn't able to do their regular nightly classes. So I, I was doing daytime one-on-ones. Either it was Von Schmidt himself or uh, the guy who's, who's called Blood, Buzz Bloodsaw now. Um, they, were, they were training me. But, I, you know, I wasn't taking it seriously enough. And, and you know, I, I learned a lot and I, I got in really good shape, but I didn't really make much progress until a couple of years later and i started really focusing on it that's incredible bro uh going back to uh before you started training before you got your foot in the door into the world of professional wrestling uh growing up were you a massive wrestling fan uh did you you know really get into it hardcore what was it like for you as a fan uh so when when i was little uh my great-grandmother would would rent just rent tapes like she rented flash gordon she rented the hobbit cartoon she you know she rented the princess bride and one day she rented a wrestling tape and um i can't remember which one it was but it was one of the early like mania three or mania four and i was i was absolutely in love from first sight and then a short while later i was watching saturday morning superstars at my grandmother's not my great-grandmother's my grandmother's and her husband my my grandfather at that time was like turn this shit off it's fake and i was like i don't care if it's fake like it's fun i'm watching it i'm enjoying it you know to me it was never like i never thought like oh these guys are kicking the crap out of each other i was just like this is awesome because to me, I was a I was a big comic book guy, like as a kid, even you know. And I'm I'm watching like real live superheroes fight. I'm like, this is awesome. I'll do this all day, even if it is fake. I don't right. care. Like everything's fake. Like every cartoon you watch is fake. Every real movie you watch is fake. Like I, I, that's that is does not impact me. So nanny, my great grandma, kept renting them for me, and I'd be sitting there on her living room floor watching all these WrestleManias, Survivor Series, SummerSlams, and uh, I latched immediately on to Macho Man Randy Savage, and, and that was it. I was done. I was in. 
Macho Man is definitely an icon, obviously, in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I was laughing when you said, you know, your grandpa, you know, walked in on you, you know, watching wrestling. Your teeth telling you, shut this shit off. It's fake. It's fake. Uh, and, you know, as a kid, you really don't. You don't care. You don't grasp the knowledge like that. It is fake. I, I feel like I feel like obviously even you know when we're older, we don't care. Like we watch it because we love it. Uh, as you were saying, you know everything is fake. You know TV shows are fake, movies are fake. You know let us let us love. Let us live life, man. Let us just watch wrestling. We love it. Yes, it's. I hate using the word fake because in my opinion, wrestling is real. People are fake. Uh, it's scripted. That's what people need to realize. Uh, and a lot of people who watch wrestling, just you know who people. A lot of people who don't watch wrestling, excuse me, automatically think I'm not gonna watch it because it's quote-unquote fake and i wish people would not care in my opinion can i tell you one more story from when i was young absolutely i'm watching i believe it was a cowboys steelers super bowl i can't remember but i know the cowboys are in it and i watched this quarterback throw the ball directly like on purpose to a defensive back (laughs) for, for a pick six right right and i'm like how dare you say that what I'm watching is fake? He just threw it to the other team. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, like that because it did stick with me when he said it, and I've obviously outgrown it by now. But right. but in my estimation, I mean, you, you know, we've already peeled back the layers and found out that that NBA referees are betting on the outcomes. We've already learned that like baseball players bet on the outcomes, like. Bro, they're making so much money in professional sports, there's no way it isn't rigged. Right. So let's not pretend. You know, the same, and I, I don't want to go too deep down any rabbit holes, and I, I don't want to offend anyone, but I, I'm going to at least offer that my opinion is that politics is fake. Like, it's all fake. Like, like these outcomes are predetermined, and they give, you know, the, uh, the, the regular everyday Joe just enough like concept of decision and choice making and and involvement to keep from like a complete revolution that would overthrow everything in the world huh. hmm. that's you see i never i never looked at it like that uh you know going back into wrestling uh you know the politics and everything you know aside i uh, i want to talk about you know your journey in wrestling uh, i know you said you Train a little bit at PWA, then now you're doing your thing at uh, Tesla Strength. Uh, and you had a seminar with Stevie Richards. Obviously, Stevie Richards is a pretty well-known name in wrestling. Uh, going back to when you did train at that Stevie, Rich- uh, Stevie Richards seminar, what was that like for you to step foot in the ring for the first time? So, yeah, as a, as a complete fan. So, okay, I'm going to go back a little bit. Yeah, uh, Ron Zombie had an ACL tear or something. He had knee surgery that took him out for a while. And we were at a show that I was playing at the Webster underground. Okay. And we were watching another band play. And I said, Hey man, listen, someday I'm going to train and we're going to have a match. Huh. I said to him. Now you fast forward and here's me saying, Hey Ron, you know, is there a way that I could go to the seminar and, I just I always go back to that to me saying that to him because he he really opened the door for me to get into that seminar and made me aware of the fact that you could just train somewhere like 
if I knew leaving high school that there were wrestling schools and I could just go train, I would have gone to a wrestling school. Right. Because I didn't know that that was like an actual avenue to take. I went to college for acting because it was the closest thing in my estimation to wrestling. And then while I was in school for acting and we're doing like musicals and, sh- and stuff, you know, I, I got kind of a, a hanker into singing and I sang. And so I've been in some bands and I've, I've, I've done some pretty cool shows as a singer and I've done some pretty cool stuff as an actor that like I would never give back. But the whole time I did any of it was because I wanted to wrestle. And uh, so Ron gets me this opportunity and I'm, I'm there after college, after all this really cool shit I've done, after after basically my entire young adult life is coming to a close. And and I'm there and I, I remember I, I'm looking to my right and here's a young hippie dicky moon, possibly before he had ever had a match. In fact, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he debuted after this. And there's a young hippie dicky moon and there's a young... Wrecking Ball Ligurski, you know, and there's all these people that, like, now I know years and years later who have, like, forged their paths in in local and even larger scale wrestling. And it's just like, it it, it was a crazy experience to me. The first thing I'll remember, Stevie Richards says, how do you start the match? And, you know, two or three guys had, you know, something to say that, that wasn't what he was looking for. And I raised my hand and he goes, Oh, look, this guy raised his hand. Hey, yeah. Tall guy. What's up? <laughs> and I said, lock up. And he's like, Hey, how long you been doing this? And I said, I've never done this. <laughs> and he said, so you guys are telling me you've been wrestling. And this is the only guy who knows that you start with a lockup. And I was like, Oh shit. Now everyone hates me. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, get in here. And I'm like, okay. And I had wrestled in, in high school. So, like, amateur wrestling, like, I was aware of, like, you know, locking up correctly and stuff. And he's like, so this is the collar and elbow. Can you do this? I'm like, yeah. And we lock up. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm locking up with Stevie Richards. Holy shit. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, that, that was pretty good. Here, fix it. This is, And he explained, and I'll never not do a collar and elbow wrong again. And it only took me one correction because I'm there in front of everybody. I've never done this before. And it was Stevie Richards. Um, so, you know, fixes my lockup and then a little later he invites me in and he's like, okay, so like do this, this, and this. And I'm in there with Quint who became Buzz Bloodsaw and, uh, he had me catch a kick and then what do you do? And I clotheslined him. (laughs) (laughs) And I, again, this, I had never been in a ring. I had done backyard wrestling, but I had never been in the ring. So, so he's like, well. I didn't want you to clothesline the shit out of somebody on your first day, but that actually wasn't bad. <laughs> there you go. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. You know, because I think, I, as a slight diversion, I think amateur wrestling background does make the transition into, you know, the professional wrestling art, um, the sports entertainment art. I, th- I think it makes it a lot easier to transition because so much of it is rooted in that. Right. And, uh, you know, there's there's guys like um, the grapple god Jordan Rowe or uh, trying to think of uh, some dudes, even Hippie, Hippie Dickie Moon, wrestled in high school. And right. you can tell when he's in there because if they're doing chain 
or if they, you know, if the match kind of falls apart and they're they're fixing it and putting it back together, you know, they they just go down to the natural basic shit and they're so good at it. You know, they're they're better at it than I am. Right. But I'm just saying like it's uh it's definitely a good skill to have. I, it was crazy you mentioned uh you know uh, Jordan Rowe. I I I knew he wrestled in high school and you were saying how he wrestled in high school, not he wrestles now. And I see, I see the shit he does in the ring, and his style is very similar to the wrestling he did in high school. Which a lot of wrestlers who wrestle, you know, uh, in college and does the, you know, do the Olympic style wrestling. A lot of those wrestlers, you know, such as Kurt Angle, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the list goes on and on. And a lot of those wrestlers wrestle the same way. In professional wrestling, and I know, like you said, you wrestled a little bit in high school. Uh, you said college, correct? I didn't. Uh, Jordan did. Jordan wrestled in college. I did not. Oh, okay. I thought you said my, my apologies. Uh, but no, it's just crazy how you know uh, a lot of these wrestlers could pick up right away to the wrestling they they did, you know, in college and high school, and it just it, it blows my mind. Uh, well, know. if you think about it, and I know that Steve Austin and 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 The Rock and uh, you know Dusty Rhodes, I know a lot of the most popular guys in the history of professional wrestling threw a lot of punches and kicks. Right. John Cena. I know a lot of these guys throw a lot of punches and kicks, and I know there's a lot of pageantry and a lot of storytelling, and that is the beauty of what we do. But it's wrestling, right? So, you know, a guy like Dolph Ziggler, a guy like Kurt Angle, a guy, um, I mean, there's uh, there's thousands. Like you said, there's just so many. That background does certainly help you uphold the illusion that we are competing. You know, we are wrestling. It's not it's not a street fight, you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> a boxing match, it's wrestling. And, and if you can wrestle, first and foremost, like if you can wrestle outside of the pretense that this is you know live combat if you can do it then then your stuff is always going to look better because the fans want to believe yeah absolutely absolutely dude uh you know and so i want to talk about you know after you're done training after you know everything is done uh what was uh your first match you were officially booked in what was that like what was your mindset going into that match I, I will get directly into that, but I also want to throw out there because, and, and this is not uh, even in the slightest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not giving you any crap. I'm saying like, you said once the training is done. Right. Oh, sorry. It's not once it's the training never, is done. It's just right. never done. That's what if, I mean. If you want to get better, if you want to get to the next level, if you want to like be as good as you can be, like you just never stop. You know, the times that I've had to spend time out of the dojo, you know, like I've had like shoot jobs that have like the hours just don't allow or the distance doesn't allow. You know, I lose not I don't lose a half a step. I lose a mile. You know, it's if you're not in there and you're not training like at least a time or two a week, you're losing steps every time. So when you see guys on a card, like let's say you see them at NEW or you see them, you know, on one of these big Blitzkrieg shows or you see them, um, you know, you see somebody at a test of strength event that you've never seen before. Like the reason that they're there is because they work on their craft constantly, you know, because test of strength is always going to showcase its own students. Right. But, um, but like, to get into test of strength when you're not a test of strength 
student is is an entirely different thing and i can't imagine how difficult that is because i got people hit me up all the time like yo how do i get into us <laughs> well i'm not <laughs> I, I have nothing to do with that. You got a message slick, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I sorry, I I didn't mean when training is done. I meant like when I, I worded it. I, I worded it wrong. I know sorry. you didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. I'm saying for the fans. Right. I'm saying I want to make sure everyone knows that like the guys that you watch, that you really enjoy, that you really like look up to, never stop training. They are consistently trying to be better, and nobody's ever good enough. You know, you're not good enough for yourself. And if you are, then just quit. Yeah, know? it's crazy. It it, it 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 blows my mind how you know these these wrestlers train for years and years and years to get to the big leagues, and their training is not done. They're continuing. They're working on their craft, like you said. And I give yeah. so much credit. And to even these WWE superstars, you know, their their training is never done. They're they're constantly training, which is yeah insane. Yeah. But. So, yeah, sorry. so my first match, my first match, um, like we talked momentarily about how like at PWA, it wasn't PWA's fault. I just, I wasn't as focused. I was like, oh, this is a fun hobby, you know? Um, by the time PWA closed, I had a really good friend of mine pass away. And I was like, you know what? I, I have to do this because you only have so much time and I'm not getting any younger. Um, so I was 36 when I had my first match Wow! in front of an audience. And that was after about five or six months at test of strength. And they had the training day events and it was, you know, PWA had their Friday night fights where they were bringing people in from out of state. And it was kind of a big deal. You know, the test of strength training days also, they bring people in from out of state, but like the difference is they're, they're like not selling the tickets. They're not like, you know, they're, they're just trying to get people in front of a crowd so that when you get out in the real world and you're, you know, getting paid to wrestle in front of a crowd, like you're comfortable, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm there and I'm doing training day. Uh, my partner didn't show up. Oof. So last second, like a half hour before we go on, I get Dirtbag Dan as a partner who even at the time was like a 15-year vet. I think he's he's been wrestling for 18 or 19 years now he's almost at 20 um and then I, I was against tj who uh you know there was a big long feud and and we teamed for a while we feuded for a while but he was my opponent in my first match him and el jabroni and uh actually nizea nizea is a real good kid he will be he debuted as fly nine oriega at don't spill the whiskey. The uh, tribute event for Big Jim Anderson. No shit. Oh, good for him. That's awesome. I did not know he debuted at that show. Wow, awesome for him. You know Nye? Yeah, I know Nye. I know know Nye very well. Uh, he he's a great dude, man. Great kid. Best kid. And he hit me up uh, recently, and he was like, "Hey, man, I got I, I don't I don't want to spill his shit, but sorry, Nye, I'm spilling your shit." <laughs> he, was, he was like, "Hey, man, I just I got a quick question. I I gotta know. Were you were you satisfied with your first match?" Because he just had his first match. Right. And now you're asking me about my first match, and I'll tell you, like, I was completely satisfied. I, I know that's not a cool answer, and it doesn't make me, like, a struggling, like, pained artist. I am a struggling, pained artist, but my first match, you know, I had a, 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 a vet who knew what he was doing, who I have since become very good friends with. I've traveled to Ohio, Indiana, 
uh, Kentucky with Dirtbag Dan. Like wow. we have fought each other and we've teamed together like in, in a dozen, I mean, I have the stats upstairs. I don't even remember. I had them <laughs> written down for a promo cause we were fighting again somewhere and I wanted it for the promo. Um, I had a, a guy I could trust as a partner who knew what he was doing. And I had two guys that I fought like twice a week in training um, as my opponents. So like I was in really good hands and I, I knew what I was doing, at least in so far as it was my first match ever. I knew the role I had to play. I knew I knew what what was expected of me and I, I fulfilled it and I didn't screw anything up. And to this day, four, three and a half, almost four years, no, three and a half years, three and a half years into the wrestling career I've had, which has had some really cool moments, I still gauge whether a match was good or not by did I screw up? Like, wow. Did, did I make a mistake? No. Okay. So it was good. Let's, let's, it was, it was okay. So let's, after that, then we get into like, what could I have done better? What what really hit? What can I use again in the future? But the the measuring stick for me to this day is like, did I fuck? Uh, did I screw anything up? No. Okay. Well, then let's let's continue thinking about this. Or did I screw something up? All right. Well, throw it out. We're done. Hey, I mean yeah. that that seems like a great mindset to have, man. It's funny how you stopped yourself from cursing, bro. You can curse if you want, man. I appreciate you saying so. I'll try not to. Okay, <laughs> no worries. That's that's awesome, though, man. I mean, like it seems like you know you you had a great mindset about your first match, which typically you know uh you know correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not you know trying to you know like bash any wrestlers uh a lot of wrestlers you know look back at their first match and go oof that wasn't the greatest you know they they kind of they kind of try to forget their first match if uh if i'm not mistaken if i could you know if i'm if i'm correct no no you're not wrong at all i have a lot of matches i want to forget <laughs> like it's i definitely by now i have more matches that i i am happy enough i don't have my perfect match yet you know what i mean like, I don't have the match that, like, if somebody said, okay, show this to Vince or to Tony Khan. Show this to, the, you know, this promotion because you need to get booked. I don't, I still don't have that match because I can find faults in every single match I've had. Right. And and I'm not the only one. Like, you know, I'm very, very, very good friends with the GM of Test of Strength, Alex Rojas, and he, he will make sure I know. <laughs> if there's a fault because he is very he's very very supportive he's the most supportive person in my life but he is also very honest um you know before jim passed uh jim was the type who was so supportive and so loving that like he he would find a way not to say something disparaging where whereas alex will make sure he says something disparaging to make sure you don't get a big head, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I know Alex. I, I, I don't know him personally, but you know, I've seen him around at the shows. Uh, Alex seems like a great guy, and I know he does. I know he. I know he does very good job with um, test of, test of strength. Uh, for the nerds who don't know test of strength, please go check out test of strength wrestling. Uh, even if you don't live in Connecticut, try to come to a show because I, I promise there, there are some awesome shows. Uh, TOS puts on. Yeah. 
All the socials are TOS Wrestling One. There you go. Look at that. I see. I forgot. And I'm just. I forgot I'm just. Socials. A you know what I mean? Like I, I push the brand hard because I believe in it. Um, but I, I'm just a student at Tesla Strength. It's not like, you know, I, I don't get anything from it. I'm just pushing it because I know for a fact that like, this is the product I believe in. These are the people that I, I surround myself with by choice. Like it's a, it's, it's a fantastic, um, environment to be in as a, as a wrestling fan, yeah. which I'm sure you would agree with. Oh, absolutely, dude. Uh, I I think all the TOS shows I went to, uh, they never disappoint. I've I've always had a great time, and uh, again, you know, just 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 a great promotion and such a great environment to be at for sure. You know, I've seen a lot of um, local shows where, like, you know, they have a name, but it's like, oh, cool, that guy. You know, right. I, I don't see any of their local promotions putting jazz in the ring or putting Eddie Edwards in the ring. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., you know, I mean, until he got to NEW, uh, <laughs> AEW, there you go. But then he started showing up at other promotions, so it's it is what it is, yeah. Um, you know, we had we had Robo, both Robo, so Robo is awesome, like that is a really cool dude. Um, and I've you know, he trains at TOS once in a while still, and like. You know, he got his deal at AEW, and yeah. he, like, but he hasn't changed a stitch. It's the same exact person. He still comes to the dojo, you know, a time or two a month. He's still, like, super cool. He still works our events. Like, you'll see him at APW. You'll see him, uh, I mean, really all over the place still, even though, because that's what AEW is. It's like you can still do your other stuff. Which is uh, awesome, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So, like... I don't know. I just I think TOS has their finger to the pulse a little better than a lot of places, and I'm not and I'm not casting shade at any place because, for instance, you know you talk about Big Jim and you talk about this this event we just did the Don't Spill the Whiskey and like there so much came out of that that was so beautiful. Um, you know, you had a ton of Test of Strength students get to debut in, in a Rumble, um, in a Battle Royal. Who who are like pretty ready? Maybe they're not quite ready, but they did get to. You know, Nye got to debut in a tag match. Um, uh, you know, it's and it's like like all these promotions worked together for one night, and it was so beautiful. Um, you know, you you would like to think that it could happen a little more regularly. Right. You you would you would like to think that somebody wouldn't have to pass away for it to happen. Um. And, and hopefully it won't be that way forever. Hopefully this kind of opens people's eyes to say, you know, it's worth putting a show together with a bunch of people. Absolutely. But, I don't know. Sorry, I got a little... No, it's all right, Ryan. Uh, it's all good, man. We were talking about TOS. Uh, we, we live in New England where we're very fortunate to have so many promotions. Uh, you know, before we end the podcast, man... Uh, you know, is there any independent or just wrestling promotions in general where you have your eyes set on? So, I'll I'll literally work anywhere, and it's not like oh, if they pay me enough, it's like no, I'll work anywhere. I I just um, you know, you've got like Beyond and Limitless and NEW where it's like oh, they have these like internet deals or like they bring in all these names and stuff. My, 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 um, 
my personal opinion, and this is the God's honest truth, strike me dead where I stand, is is that I want TOS to get big. I want TOS to get the internet deal. And we're starting from the ground ground. Like, like we are trying to just go by wrestling as opposed to go by like budget, you know? Right. And, and it's, it's tough to, to get something off the ground like that. But at the same time, you know, anybody who's had a band, anybody who's had a vision of a, of a play or a, or a TV or a TV pilot, or it's all entertainment, you know, or a restaurant or, you know, you want to make something of something, right? Right. And you get the right people at the right time with the right mindset and you feel like anything is possible as long as you can just keep working and get the break. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's where TOS is at right now. We've got the right people. We've got the right mindset. You know, people are working hard and, and all we have to do is keep going and, and just make this thing as big as we can. It's not that I don't want to go anywhere else. I will, I would happily work anywhere else. I, um, I went out with, with Dirtbag Dan first to Ohio and Indiana. We did a battle on the border. And then I went out with Brutal Bob Evans once. And we did um, Future Great Wrestling, which Cody Hawk, who trained uh, Moxley, and um, he trained Sammy Callahan and EC3, like his school. And their, their version of Training Day, their Friday night show, we did that. And um, Jim and I actually went out one time after that and met Dirtbag Dan out there to do Cody Hawk's show and then to do another battle on the border show. Wow. You know, and it's like you, you get out and you stretch out and you get beyond, right? Right. And you, you make connections and you network and you, you get your name out there. But like realistically, if a promotion in, in Ohio or in Indiana or in Kentucky or whatever wanted me to be there full time, it would be like, okay, well, um, can you cover the expenses for me to move? Because <laughs> you know, I'm not going to drive 11 hours every week. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Right. Like, especially not if, yeah, I mean, I would, if you're paying me, but right. like, it's like, I would do that. I would, I would do Japan, dude. I would love to do Japan. I, I'm, I, I think they would kill me right now. I, for the last two months after Jim passed, I, I haven't been as uh, working as hard, like in the gym and in the ring. And, and I just this week started getting back to it. And I'm very, very sore as I speak to you on the phone right now. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you have to break yourself back in. Right. But, um, I, I And when I look back at the workouts that Jim and I were doing, it's like I can't believe I was able to do that compared to what I have to scale back to right now. I'm like, I can't believe I was doing that. But I definitely was because I wrote it down. Um, but this is all, it's just, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to say that anything else isn't desirable. I'm just saying that my prime desire, my prime goal as a member of the TOS roster is four tests of strength to get as big as it can and look back at it and say, I was part of that. And I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, test of strength is definitely on the uh the right track you know it, it's you know internet internet is uh the most powerful thing uh, i feel like if you know all the wrestlers it, it just especially the fans if the fans are really into you know tos you know like like just 
put the TOS out there because, again, TOS is such a phenomenal promotion, and I, I would love to see TOS succeed more and more and beyond. Well, and I'll say this because I, now I feel like I'm just talking to all the nerds of wrestling people, <laughs> and I know there's so many, and you have, actually, Justin, you have a really, really dope thing going on, and that's Thanks, dude. I really very, very commendable. That. And I feel like I'm talking to a lot of people I don't know and a lot of people who like only go to WWE shows or only go to, you know, NEW shows. And, and I just I want to make sure it's clear, like, you know, I am a homer. I'm rooting for the home team here. But like there's there's high flying people. There's there's intergender wrestling. There's, you know, once in a while, there's some hardcore stuff. We you know, we we are not afraid of it. I've taken part in some of it. Um there is is everything you could possibly want, and there the 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 thing there is a multitude of is characters and storytelling, and that's 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 what we're all in this for. So um, it it is definitely worth looking at for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Absolutely, man. Again, everybody, please go check out uh, Tesla Strength Wrestling. Of course, check out um, every other promotion. Uh, you know, just Google Google Independent right. Wrestling Promotion. Uh, you know, you, you in Connecticut alone. You have Tesla Strength. You have PAPW, which is um, not only a school run by Mario Mancini and Paul Roma, but also um, a promotion where uh, they showcase a lot of their own talent and a lot of outside talent. Um, uh, shoot more. Well, NEW is in Connecticut. Right. I mean, I. I probably don't have to tell anyone on this podcast about NEW, but that's where you're going to go and see people you see on TV. That's where, you know, but instead of sitting a mile back and paying 10 bucks for a hot dog, you're you're going to be like, you know, 20 feet from them and you're going to be able to yell and they're going to look at you because, like, <laughs> you know, if you want to see, you know, Dustin Runnels up close and, and interact with him and, and sign something and shake his hand, like, that's where you're going to do it. NEW is great for that. Um. I mean, there's so many. Blitzkrieg is in Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts. I mean, there's so much. It's in New everywhere. England, it's 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 to the point where it's overwhelming. Where you're like, okay, like, holy shit! Like, I gotta gotta sit back and just look at all these promotions because it's so much to name off the top of your head. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And wrestling, wrestling is huge. Uh, everywhere you go, if you're a wrestling fan. Uh, but yeah, you know, Ryan, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, this has been a blast. Uh, I definitely hope to have you on again in the near future. Hey, thanks, Justin. Thank you for everything you do. Like you're, it, like I said, it's a huge service to the wrestling community. Folks like you and Don Kincaid and Fogman, like without people like you, um, people like me, who, you know, we're doing this because it's our dream, but like, you know, we don't have, you know, the WWE network recording everything we do. We don't have, um, you know, a, a library. So like people like you and Kincaid and Foggy, um, without you, we would probably not even have our careers as a whole, like documented. So thank you so much for everything you do. Um, and to all the nerds of wrestling, like stop arguing with each other, enjoy wrestling <laughs> Like, if you have different opinions, cool. But, like, stop arguing. Just have fun together, guys, please. But thank you so much for watching, regardless. Yeah, uh, thank you, Ryan, for the kind words, man. That always means a lot. Uh, This has been a episode of What's Up, Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. 
course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.